And we are live. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Down the Middle. It's going to be a good one this week. I am joined, as always, with my co-host, Ben, yes, a.k.a. Yes. The Ref, a.k.a. Genocide. No, no, no. no. You're genocide. not Genocide anymore? Uh, no. If you, if, if you watch the show, I, you'll see I that there is no more Genocide. There's no more Genocide? Okay, no spoilers. Um, so, just Ben? <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. I go under an old character. So, uh, people that does watch us on here, uh, does watch XCW, I'll just go ahead and say it. Um, I go by a current asset now. Okay, I'm going to have to. So, Tyson. everyone that does uh, follow us and follows XCW, uh, I am current asset. But if uh, you don't watch uh, don't watch XCW, you should uh, give it a check out on the, in the description there. There yep, there is a link. yep, there is a link to the uh, XCW channel in the description on this and every episode, um, which that actually leads into the announcement. I'm going to have to change it, but Down the Middle podcast is now available on Spotify, Anchor.fm, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and will soon be available on Apple Podcasts. I just don't have a hard date yet. That one just takes a while. Okay. So now you can you can listen to us on your favorite audio streaming service that we've listed. And like I said, Apple Podcast is coming soon. Or you can always check out the live stream on YouTube or go back and watch the episode on YouTube, however you want, because we make it easy for you to enjoy the wrestling uh, conversation. Which means I'm going to have to change the description because I have you listed as Ben the Ref, a.k.a. Genocide. So it will now have to be formerly known as Genocide. It's all good. It'll work out in the long run. See, we so. drop, we drop, we drop the latest wrestling news on uh, on the Down the Middle podcast. Yes, we do. And speaking of the latest wrestling news, another round of releases yes, that is leading is. to some. It's leading to some speculation that WWE is prepping to be sold. And um, I don't know. I don't know. It, well, and that's funny because uh, yesterday there's already talks that they're already sold. They just haven't, they, they just haven't made enough yet. There's talks that it's either going to be that it's NBC. That's fine because they, they technically bought the streaming service. Right, right. For Peacock, which they bought that out for $6 billion, which that's a lot of money for, for a library. That's and, huge. Uh, and there's also talks that Disney might buy Disney. You know what? That would be a tremendous good move for Disney or NBC, but Disney in particular. My thing is, is I don't think, I understand why you're Disney, because Disney owns Fox, and Fox owns Smack, and Fox has SmackDown. So that I don't makes think, sense. I don't think I don't think Disney owns Fox outright. I think they own a portion of it. No, they but, own all of Fox. Yeah, they, they own. Really? Yes, they own all of 20th Century Fox. Huh. I did not know that. So, I thought they only owned a portion. But no, yeah, like you said, it. like you said, like, that would make sense. They would have a vested like, interest in the WWE. Like if you go on, like if you go on Disney Plus, like I don't know. I know this is gonna sound weird. I know it's a wrestling channel, but 
I mean, if you go on Disney Plus, I don't know if you have it or not. You can okay. I, mean, I have Disney on there. There's like a lot of Fox stuff that's on there, especially like The Simpsons. So, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I just so technically, they, yeah. So technically, Lisa Simpson is a Disney princess. It's not a princess. <laughs> I mean, okay. We're we're gonna small segue because this is a point I always make. Like, just because they're a girl and in a Disney program does not make her a Disney princess. And I know this is controversial because Mulan is often thrown in with as a Disney princess, and she's not a princess. Oh, uh, I I know what you're saying, and I'm not trying to get into that type of subject i'm just i was just stating in general i'm so. just calling it i'm just calling it down the middle sir uh, like anyway, anyway like but there. yeah there's there is uh, uh there is speculation that wwe is being sold and before this round of releases i probably wouldn't have believed it but now that i'm looking at everything it does seem that they're on because they're not they didn't just release wrestlers they released a ton of uh behind the scenes uh employees as well right. it seems and like it every, seems like they're liquidating oh, right and everybody's shocked especially because one of them was i'll start off right there braun Strowman. yeah they're well who is who is I, the big monster and everything but it's like when you got a guy like him and you're not really using him, and they released how much money he was making a year, two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. No, and well, not, it was his guarantee was like one point two million. Well, uh, okay, even then, and you got a guy who's this who's the size of almost, who's bigger than. I'm not saying he's like bigger. Built wise than Braun Strowman, he's taller, but he's taller. So if you got a giant, who are you going to go with? You're going to go with another. You're going to go with a guy who's maybe taller but making less money. You know, and I. I so that's what I'm trying to say is, is almost is the giant right now in WWE. Yeah, but it seems to me it seems like really poor long term planning because um, I, I get it almost as big and yes they're paying him less money but there's a reason for that and Braun Strowman was and really is I would say is over and I think that he's been largely mismanaged now there is speculation that something happened or a couple of things happened to which Vince McMahon became annoyed with Braun Strowman. I can't speak to the validity of any of these things, but it wouldn't surprise me because that would explain why he was on the chopping block because you have somebody that if you book him properly will basically print you money. Right. And I'm, and I'm not disagreeing with that, but it's the fact that they weren't really using anything with them anyways, other than what they just did with him at WrestleMania backlash. And he had been used since. And what was he doing before that, really? Well, nothing, because they weren't, again, they weren't utilizing him, but I wouldn't say that's his fault. Um, no, I'm and not. Saying, up- I'm, and I'm not saying it's his fault either. I'm just stating in general, like, a lot of these people that got released, they weren't really using it at a big-time spot other than a couple people. 
which actually like three three of the people that's on this list, wrestler wise, they were actually using, and then they release them. Like we can go to the next one, which was Alistair Black. Well, before we get to Alistair, because I'm going to talk to him, talk about him at some great length. I just want to bring up one more thing with Strowman is okay. It seems it seems to me now with hindsight that they were planning on releasing him because again, WWE typically. John Moxley, Dean Ambrose is probably the exception to this, at least the most recent one, where when they're even when they're thinking about letting someone go, they both underutilize and they make them look. I mean, they make them look bad. Yeah, they make them look stupid. And that whole program with Shane and Braun, that was painful to watch. And if you remember, I called in our WrestleMania predictions, I called that Shane McMahon was probably going to win that match. Just because it makes no sense whatsoever, he was going to cheat, but it was going it was going to make Braun look stupid. That was my prediction because I saw that coming. I didn't understand why they were booking him that way. But I, I can't remember. Didn't Braun win that match? He did win. Yeah, which that surprised me. But again, it's like that whole booking. And I guess at one point Braun said something to the effect of, "Look, I'm going to win this for all the people that were ever called stupid." The only thing stupid in that ring is the booking. Because in the real world, Braun Strowman would just pick Shane McMahon up by the neck and kill him. Okay, but it's the whole Shane's got to do something. It, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. It's the whole thing, though, is Shane has to do something big and everything with a humongous guy every year. Yeah. And I mean, why? Because Shane's the risk taker type person. I know. And look it's, at the it's, it's an ego stroke, well, look, is what it is. Right. Well, look what he did with Taker. What hell to sell? Or prove it. Um, so Braun Strowman got released. You think we'll see him in AEW or Japan? Or I mean. He probably would want to take away, take take time off from wrestling for a bit, just so he can focus on other stuff first, and then probably get back into it. But if he if he does get back into it, he'll probably go to AEW. I think he might be one of the people that ends up transitioning into other, like other media, like because they they could find they could find use for him in Hollywood pretty quick. <laughs> Right, right. Big dude, big dude like that who can obviously like do athletic things. Right. Yeah. I would I would only yeah, say yeah. that he might want to jump back into the ring immediately just to stay relevant, but I don't think it would be my speculation would be he wouldn't be wrestling long term. Right. Well, you know, that he can go back to bodybuilding. Well, not bodybuilding, but uh uh strongman competition again. Yeah, the only problem with that is that doesn't really pay. It doesn't pay like wrestling pays, and it certainly doesn't well, pay like Hollywood would pay. Well, no, it doesn't, but that's something he was done before he went to WWE and oh, yeah. all that, and that's something he knows. So. Yeah, the other thing, too, is I hope I hope he can transition. If he does go to Hollywood, I hope he can transition into comedy because that dude is hilarious. I mean, yeah, but I'd like to see him in an action movie. Oh, I know, I know. But like, did you hear him on the uh, when he was on Talking Shop on Talk Is Jericho? No, I didn't. Oh, that's so funny. You know who'd be a perfect? You know who'd be a perfect Bane? Braun Strowman. 
Yeah. Yeah. He would. He can even do the proper voice. Yeah. Or, or he can be a killer croc. Yeah, either or. He could do King Shark too. Although they'd CGI yeah. that. Well, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I was just like, they already got King Shark. Yeah. That's Sylvester Stallone. Oh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> For anybody who hasn't seen it yet. Oh, I haven't seen it. But uh okay, no. yeah, Sylvester Stallone is the voice of King Shark. Oh cool. So they, you know, it just more no. Yeah, they portray him. I haven't seen the movie, but in the trailer they portray him as stupid. <laughs> I don't know. It couldn't be any worse than the first one. But anyway, back to wrestling. No, that's not like King Shark. But anyways, yes. Um, Alistair Black, which, yeah, Alistair Black also got released. This one, this one made me mad because, and yet at the same time, I'm extremely happy about it because he could go because I could see him actually going to eat him for this. Oh, yeah, okay. My thing is, though, is it makes me mad because he had been gone all this time, we couldn't find nothing for him to do. They finally do this dark father character. They bring him back to do this dark father character, and then they release him. Why put him in something and then release him? Well, going back to, I think WWE is just liquidating. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if you see them get sold in the fairly near future. Okay. But I think Aleister Black was on the way out anyway. I think they were just letting his contract run out. Which is so weird that they wouldn't grant him a release. It was purely to keep him from going to AEW. Okay, I understand that they were doing that and everything. What I'm saying is they brought him back to do this character. And he starts a feud with Big E to get Big E away from the IC title. Because look how long that feud was going. And now Kevin Owens is feuding for the IC title. And now, Kevin, now Big E is going to go back to the IC title. It's like, it's like, this is stupid. Well, I mean, WWE has, they haven't been doing long-term booking for the better part of at least five years, probably longer, probably more like a decade. Yeah, probably I'd say a decade. They certainly haven't been doing it well outside of NXT. Well, the only type of, well, right, the only type of long-term booking that they really had in the last couple of years was Drew McIntyre. Yeah, but even that was... I would say that was probably that was 50-50 good good versus bad in the booking. Because okay, I mean honestly but, at this point, at this point, you could put McIntyre in a program with anybody and it'll end up being okay. No, we're right, but what I'm saying is like you have to know by a certain point of this is going back to him winning the rumble and then him winning the title. Okay. You're talking about McIntyre? Yeah. Yeah. You have to know by a certain point of who's gonna win the rumble and then who's gonna maybe win the title. Well, I think by the time of the end of 2019, they realized, okay, Drew McIntyre is getting really, really over. We got these next few months to ride out. Boom, here you go. So, I'm just looking. At, I'm just looking at that as a from a wrestling standpoint. No, 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 you're absolutely right. Um, so, I do, like you said, I think we'll see. I'm hoping we'll see Alistair Black and, or I shouldn't call him Alistair. I'm pretty sure we will see Tommy and and the Trinidad in AEW. I think you'll and see that, Tommy in there regardless. And that's what bugs me. And that right there is what also bugs me is 
you can't call her Thea yet because Selena was at the performance center here not so long ago. Was she really? Yes. Huh. The reports of her at the performance center doing some stuff. So I was like, okay, so are they bringing her back? Well, I'd wager to say that now she probably wouldn't be coming back. Because I, I think that the social media thing and her getting fired over it and then her husband getting released, I think that would be the last straw. Especially, it'd be a little bit different if there weren't alternatives. Like, because Tommy N could go to New Japan too and get over. Right. You know, he could go to. I, God, I hope he doesn't go to Impact because he would just be wasted there. Although he could elevate Impact if he went there. Um, yeah, I just hope not. I, I think we'll see him in AEW, and you'll probably see him either align with Darby Allen and Sting or feud with Darby Allen and Sting. Uh, you know, I see him. I, I'm not disagreeing with you on that. He would align with that those two, or he would align himself with. This might sound weird. Might sound weird, but I think he would align with him with. I think he would be aligned with these other two because. They seem to me like they fit together. And that's Moxley and Kingston. I could see that. But Moxley and Kingston's whole thing, and I'm not again, I'm not, it would be great, but I think they're just playing up the history of Moxley and Kingston, which uh, Tommy N doesn't have much history with those guys. Well, well, I mean, I'm sure, well, but then again, we don't know that for sure from the indies. Right, 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 right. But I mean, we, we knew that Moxley and Kingston had a history together through uh, right. CZW. But then again, this also goes to the point of belts, because I don't know if you heard about this or not. Um, I, um, AEW is bringing in another set of belts. Oh, well, I know they had a new women's championship. They're bringing in another set of tag titles. Is it a trios? Yes. Oh, okay. They're bringing in trios titles. Cool. I see that. Six-man six tag titles. Yeah. I'll tell you what so, I would I'll tell you what I would like to see, honestly, with Tommy N coming to AEW is, not, and I just thought of this, and I think it would be, because the rivalry is already there, it would basically just be Sting and Darby bringing in reinforcements, is if he kind of joined up with them, and then they just continued their feud with Team Taz. Well, but here's the thing, though, is if you remember correctly, I don't know if he's got a 90-day no-compete clause or not. Probably. Well, Andre, Andrade didn't. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Andrade didn't. Which, yeah, Andrade showed up in AEW. Right. Well, my thing is, is what just happened last week, last Friday on Dynamite is it was staying in Darby Allen out there. And Scorpio Sky and uh, Ethan Page said, once you get you another partner, it's not Sting. Alistair just got released. This is yep. just speculation on my, this is just speculation on my end. And I'm going along with you on this. He has no 90 day compete. He doesn't have the 90 day no complete clause. He can go straight to another company. He goes to Debbie right there. There's that other partner. Oh, yeah, I think so. And I think what I, this is what I would like to see because Team Taz right now, I'm going to count Hook just to say he's there because he's done some things in the ring. You got Taz is at the forefront, but he's not really active in the ring. But you got. You got Cage, you got Ricky Starch, you got Powerhouse Hobbs, and you got Hook. So you got four fighters, per se, and then one potential backup in Taz. 
So what I would I would love to see my fantasy booker armchair if they all come to AEW is you got Sting and Darby Allen, you get Alistair, uh, Alistair, you get Tommy in joining up with them, and then Andrade joins up with them because the Trinidad joins up with them with Tommy in. What are you? Okay. Well, I'm just saying I would like to see it because you remember uh, Selena Vega was. Andrade's manager in WWE. Right, 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 right. But, but Vicky is with Andrade, Andrade and Vicky's a heel. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Andrade should be a heel. <laughs> but Team Taz is feuding with Christian and Seidel right now. Okay. So apparently, not watching Dynamite for one week, I missed a ton. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're I'm busy. It's <laughs> a problem yes. with being a wrestling fan and being busy. Well, um, speaking of women going to AEW, um, that gets to somebody who's already in AEW, her husband, uh, which is Lana. Yep, that's another odd one, considering how much they were putting into her, WWE was putting into her for a minute there. CJ Perry. But I could see her going to AEW. Because of mirror, because of her husband, but she's just like Zelina Vega, and she's making a ton of money outside right. of the, outside of wrestling, and she technically doesn't need to be in the wrestling business right now. Right. The difference between them, though, is like I don't know. I don't know if you follow. I follow uh, Thea Trinidad on Instagram, and I followed her when she got released because I thought that was some bullshit. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're making they're making a ton of money on uh, their streaming stuff, and Miro is too. The difference being, Thea has expressed a few times that she likes wrestling, she enjoys being in the ring, and that she was frustrated when she was in WWE because they basically took her from being an in-ring performer to being a valet with kind of the promise that she would eventually get to do more in-ring stuff. So I don't think that's as much the case with Lana. not saying she didn't enjoy wrestling, but I just, I don't, I don't think that's as much on her goal list as it is with the Trinidad's. Right. So I don't know that we'll see Lana in AEW. I think you might see her not wrestle anymore. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like she, she's got her, like she pretty much. I'm not saying she's not a bad wrestler. No, Lana. I'm not saying that at all. I just think that she was more. Ever since Miro was. Fired Rusev uh, from WWE. Like he was let go. She's pretty much forced into okay. What else we're going to do with her? We're going to make her wrestle. Right. And I will say this: Lana was like a classic ballet, and this is not. This isn't dogging on her wrestling ability. She was just such a good ballet. So was Selena Vega, the Trinidad. She was good too. They were both good, but Lana was like kind of built to be a heel ballet manager and she was very good at it right right Zelina was the aggressive Lana Lana was the prissy yeah yeah so um like I said if she does go to she she will she'll she'll end up with the other with her spouse just like I think a lot of the other ones do I wouldn't be surprised if you see her make appearances in AEW, but more more as a valet and less as a contracted yeah. wrestler. Right. 
that that wouldn't surprise me at all. I think you'll see some of that. Just again, it benefits her to keep her name relevant, and I would wager to say that AEW wouldn't have to pay her as much for a valet position with no in-ring work. So it kind of benefits everyone, right? Now I mean, it's not like they're it's not like they're not going to pay her, like but, well, right. But it's also good that it's also good to have a manager that can physically do things in the ring from a storytelling perspective. Yes, yes. So that's um, handy. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you see that happening, especially since Miro's the TNT champion. Yes. So you'll probably see that. In fact, I think they were probably just counting down the days for her contract to end or for her to get released or what have you. I I don't disagree with that. Um, now the next one, uh, bit of a shock because she was part of a tag team and it makes me wonder if they're going to release her tag partner as well. Probably because they already released, it's funny, people who know, know who we're talking about, but let's because they released the, uh, the third person of their group earlier. Um, uh, I'm talking about how do you look, uh, okay, car that, I'm talking about Ruby Riot. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and, but uh, there, there's speculation. Uh, there's already speculations they're going to release Liv Morgan. Yeah, which I think I think releasing Ruby Riot was a mistake, uh, mainly because WWE had finally gotten rid of that stigma of only having like bleach blonde models, and Ruby Riot was a big part of that. But not only that. Um, behind the scenes, Ruby was even back when she was in NXT, she was very much a mentor for some of the uh, the, the female wrestlers that didn't have a wrestling background. And you can right. see it because when they were doing stuff with when they did the first run with the Riot Squad, Liv Morgan particularly improved a lot in a very short amount of time. And it's it's no secret because they did behind the scenes stuff talking to Liv Morgan and all and members of the Riot Squad talking about how Ruby Riot was, you know, coaching them and right know, helping, and, them, helping them right and whatnot. she she went by the name uh on the well, Indies, Heidi Lovelace. Yep. Which I'm well, sure she'll go back to the wrestling oh, yeah. of that. And she's and, another one I would not I would not be shocked at all if she ended up in AEW. She could go anywhere. She can go anywhere, but I think because of that, she will go to AEW. And because here's the other thing, and this is what benefits because AEW has that working relationship with God. What is, is it? Stardom or Joshi I, I, Pro? Well, it's, Why, one, it's one, one of the wrestling, Japanese wrestling companies. Yeah, she, I, think she, has, I think it's. I believe Japanese. she has wrestling for a Japanese. She has wrestling over in Japan. I know she has. Right. I still I remember, remember what the company the company was. But she, but she, but she but was she trained was by one of the greatest. greatest. I, I'm, just I'm just putting putting, putting myself, myself over here on this because, because I'm a fan I'm of indie wrestling, wrestling and we're, we're from where we're from. from. Uh, uh, she, she was trained trained by one of the greatest Indiana wrestlers of all time, Billy Rock, and all that. Yeah, because she's so, from Bloomington originally, isn't she? Um, no, up north. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't know why I always <laughs> think Bloomington, and I know I'm wrong. But yeah, she is from India. Uh, oh no! What's funny is a uh, buddy of mine who's a uh, referee in WWE. Um, he's from Bloomington, um, and Mick Foley was from Bloomington as well. Um, you didn't know that. I did not. Um, yeah, he was from Bloomington. 
just like Josh Warwick. Anyways, yeah, she can go to AEW. She can go to Impact. She can go to Ring of Honor. She can go to. She's going to go to AEW because their their women's division is. It's she'd be perfect there, and plus she can she can do the Japanese cross promotion, um, and she's right on her Rashida in that regard. Her and Britt Baker will be a big time feud. Hell yeah! And for those of those who don't know, for those who don't know, um, Britt Baker finally did it. She got the uh, she got the AEW champion. Yep. I think it's time. Did you see the funny thing she did, though? Probably not. She took she her took belt to her work. Oh, yes, I did see that. Why I wouldn't you? Well. I mean, I, I'm, not I'm not disagreeing with that. It's just a fan I'm took it, it, was went in to get his teeth done and everything. Yeah, I saw that. Actually, I think you sent that to me. I think you sent that to me, actually. Yes, I think it. Yes, yes, yes. Speaking speaking of belts. Yeah. Oh, wrong way. Uh-oh. Nope, where is it? Nope, it is this way. Uh-huh. It's back home where it belongs. Yes, 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 I know. For those that are listening on the audio uh, podcast, the uh, All Events Welcome World Championship is hanging on my wall. Ever since if, you hadn't seen, if you hadn't seen the video of us fighting for the belt, we did straight edge beer pong. And it, it was epic. It was a good game. It was, it a was actually, it was actually, he beat, he was destroying me at the beginning, but then right there at the end, it was down to one and one. It was one and one, yeah. I was like, okay, but he beat me gracefully. I handed him the belt like a man and did, and did just that. For those of you that are interested in seeing the, uh, the history of the All Events Welcome Championship, if you go after you're done watching this, of course, because let's face it, it's awesome. Um, if you go to the Audite Media YouTube page or back to the main channel page, there is a playlist, the All Events Welcome. You can see the entire history of the title from the rules and bylaws up to this last this last game. But I digress. We'll get back to the releases. Uh, they let Buddy Murphy go. And yes, I'm calling yeah, you Buddy Murphy, not Murphy, because can I would like to know why WWE started doing this weird thing where they just dropped people's like first names. It's it, just weird when it comes to that. Like, like Matt Riddle. Yeah. Hey, Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle. No, it's uh, Matt Riddle. People have names, damn it. I know. Like a lot of people who have first names with their names, like, like after a while, it's like, okay, that's too long to say. Uh, just say his last name. You're good. That's ridiculous. Okay, but, they did it. But, but, they did but, but, it with women too, but they used their first names. <laughs> Right, but here's my thing. Are you actually going to say, if Brock Lesnar comes out, are you actually going to say, hey, uh, the next big he is the next big thing, Lesnar? Well, I mean, he's not the next big thing anymore. That's way past that. I'm stating like, he ain't Lesnar. He's Brock Lesnar. That was a like, bad ball like, here. I like how you said Brock there. Say it again. Say it again. Brock Lesnar. There you go. That was a bad, bad prohibited person. But can you imagine? It's like, Lesnar. That just sounds no, goofy. No. 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 Just, leave just leave their names. Leave their names. 
I know. Well, I've kind of noticed the trend too, is they kind of do this with people that aren't, I, I say not over, but I mean not over with like the WWE creative staff or Vince McMahon because like, what's the, like here, okay, here's one. Wasn't Kushida called something, something Kushida before he, when he came in? And they just dropped that. No, he's always he's always he's always just been Kushida. That's he's kind of an outlier. Even in New Japan, he was just Kushida. Okay, well, okay. I thought he had like a first name with Kushida. I mean, he does, but his work his work name is just Kushida. Okay. But like to your point, though, I mean, it's because they're not going out there saying like, "Oh, it's Orton." Right. right. He's no, still it's Randy it's Orton. Orton. Yeah, well, I first noticed it when they started doing it with um, Cesaro, because they dropped Antonio real quick. Yeah. And then they did yeah, it with yeah. they did it with Adrian Neville. Just Neville. Left. But yeah, it's it's so weird. So it can is. we stop WWE? Can we start using people's first names again? I mean, I'm not disagreeing with that. Um, who was who was uh, next on that list? Oh, well, we were we didn't really go into Buddy Murphy, but I mean. Oh, okay. Well, Buddy Murphy, I, I I'm sorry. I like Buddy Murphy. I do. I don't dislike him. I just think WWE didn't use him. They didn't work to get him over. I loved Blake and Murphy as a tag team in NXT. They were awesome, and I didn't want to like them. Well, the thing is, is he, he's just the disciple of Rollins. He turns on Rollins. He's a good guy now with the Mysterio clan. He goes away. He comes back as the disciple again for Rollins, and then he goes away again, and then he's gone. Yeah. What? Why? 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 Well, that pretty much sums up Buddy Murphy's WWE career. He's here, then he's there, then they're broken up, and then they don't know what to do with him, so they stick him here, and that doesn't work, so they... Like, why did they break... I don't understand why they broke up Blake and Murphy as a tag team. I don't get it, because they were they were, they were were white hot. Why would you why? break up... Uh... Okay, I know this might... A lot of people will probably disagree with me on this, but why would you break up Jason Jordan and Chad Gable? I don't know. I don't disagree with you. Because again, they were, they were white hot. They were, they, were, they were good together because of what they're supposed to do. But you break up Jason Jordan, put him on his own, or put him with somebody like Seth Rollins? No, sorry. It's not going to work. Not at all. And then, okay, so here's a good one because they, they didn't break them up, but shit, I don't even know if they're still dead. The Ascension's gone, right? They got released. They've been long gone. I was going to say, they've been long gone, but I will never forget, I knew they were done when they went from NXT to the main roster. And I mean the first episode, because if you remember, their NXT entrance was fucking awesome. And then their entrance the first night they're on Raw, they don't do anything different, but the presentation was totally different because they didn't turn down the lights. They didn't do the camera angles. They just showed them going down. It's It just wasn't there. I'm like, oh, they're fucked. They're done. Well, they brought AOP to Raw, and then... Even with Paul Ellering, because they're dominant in NXT. Well, Paul Ellering, bring him up to the main roster, and then that's 
Well, yeah, but I think that I think that was a case of them getting moved up to the main roster too fast because there there were several reports of them. Uh, actually, once QT Marshall actually uh, said that there was one time where he was working as an extra for WWE and he refused to get in the ring with them. Okay. He was. I, I he was on. I want to say it was on the Talk Is Jericho podcast. He talked about it. They were, they wanted him to do a singles match with. I can't remember which one, but it it was one of the, it was one of the guys from, AOP, and uh, he said, "I'm not doing that for two hundred bucks because I've seen him hurt people." I, I can't blame him. Oh yeah, I can't. I can't really either. And again, I can't speak to the validity. I'm only quoting what was said on the uh, the podcast by QT Marshall, but... Well, he's an AEW now, making a lot more money at $200, so... Yeah. Well, he's also not the first person I've heard say that those guys were a little too... Uh, they, they just needed a little bit more work. Right, right. Well, I'm just stating in general. Um, but yeah, so Buddy Murphy's gone. I, I'll i be honest, I don't know if he's going to... I think he's probably going to end up in Impact. End up where? Impact. Yeah, yeah. Because again, I just don't think WWE didn't build him up enough. And I mean, like, I'll put it this way: I don't even know what his indie name was or is. I don't remember either. (laughs) Yeah, so I think he'll end up in Impact, which might be good for him because he might Impact might give him the freedom to kind of be himself, and that might get him over. But we'll find out, I guess. But yeah, I, I I foresee him being going to Impact. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, we only got one more because we already talked about Ruby Riot. Uh, who's uh, the, uh, the last one? Santana Garrett. Ooh. Well, <laughs> I, I I didn't really watch much of NXT. I haven't really watched much of NXT here in this. Here lately, so I don't really know much about her. I, I didn't. I didn't know much about her either, and I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be a dick, but like I just, I just, I, I thought it was a guy. <laughs> and then before the show, I cool. looked. Well, I know, cool. but I mean. Anyway, I assume I assumed that it was a guy on 205 Live. Oh, okay. But then, so of course, I I did my due gil- diligence. And I, I looked up I looked up the name and I was like, oh, okay, she's one of the I'd seen her in passing on random episodes of NXT, but I haven't been watching too much NXT either because I don't know what they did, but it's so boring now. Like it just turned into another Raw. They got their giant of Carrie Cross, who's got the belt. Uh he's he's their version of Braun Stoneman if you throw if you punch him or kick him or anything, he just stands there. It's like, okay, I know you're supposed to be an unstoppable person, but sell, motherfucker. Oh, they're telling him not to sell because I know Killer Cross can sell. That ain't Killer Cross, it's carrying across. No, it's Killer Cross. I don't care what they say. Because I saw I remember, I was a fan of his the first match I saw of him when he was back, back when he was in Impact. I'm like shit. This guy's good. So, well, that was all the releases then. Yeah, all all the name releases because again, they had some behind the scenes people. Okay, right. Um, there are some rumors, like we said, uh, Liv Morgan, 
Um, yeah, I think you'll. See, I think we'll see another round of releases, probably uh, in, in a few weeks to a month. I had read Keith Lee. Probably because that's another that's another guy that they wasted. Apollo Cruz will probably get. Yeah, let's let's do this. Let's pre- let's make some predictions because I think Apollo Cruz will get released. He's the champion. He ain't get released. Really? I'm just stating. I'm I'm putting I'm 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 standing by that. I think he's going to get released. I think he. I think Keith Lee and uh, Mia Mia. I think they're both going to get released. Yeah, probably. Do you think that Taya Valkyrie will get released? Who? I forget what her uh, I forget what her name in NXT is. I can't remember, but she she went by Taya Valkyrie in Impact and on the Indies. Oh, you talking about the blonde girl? Yeah. Oh, uh, Johnny. Uh, John yeah, Morrison's yeah, John Johnny, John Morrison's uh, wife. Yeah. Um, I mean, she might, I mean, she just got signed. Yeah. I think she's going to get released. <laughs> yeah. What's bad is I think John Morrison might get released. I, I was going to say that, but the only reason I would say not is because he's working with the Miz. I think they're going to feud. I know, he doesn't get but I, I think, I think that's why he won't get released is because he's, he's in a program with the Miz. If he wasn't, yeah, but, yeah, well, it's we pretty obvious. It's pretty obvious that's why they brought him back was to work with the Miz. Right, but I don't know how long the Miz is going to be out though with his torn ACL. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, so yeah, he'll probably get released. I wouldn't be sure. Well, they were, I think they were in unofficial negotiations with AEW at one time because there were a couple episodes of Being the Elite that they appeared on, Taya and uh, Johnny. So, like, they they all know each other. That's pretty obvious. Well, uh, right. Yeah, but they were on a couple episodes, so I think they were in negotiations. Then I think, and then I think WWE came along and was like, "Hey, Johnny, you want some money?" And then they were probably honestly like, "We'll hire your wife." Well, true. Or he just go back to Impact like where he was. And yeah, so it's it's w- not like it's going to hurt him. And he he already they already got some of that WWE money, a little bit of it. Not like they were doing bad. And Taya was doing uh, well, she was she was doing pretty well in Impact and in AAA. Yes, yes, she was. See, and Morrison, he'd go back to AAA too if he wanted. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and that would be a perk with them going to AEW and or AAA because they, you know, they're cross promoting. So, right, right. Um, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of figured that Taya's time was limited because I watched her NXT, not a wrestling debut, but when she appeared. And she referred to herself as La Huera Loca, which she's done through her entire career. But I'm just like, yeah, but like the casual WWE fan is not going to know what that means. Right. Without context, they're not going to get it. So I don't I don't know how well she's going to get over with the casual WWE audience. Wrestling fans know who she is, but right. But like kids watching NXT are like, what's La Huera Loca? Uh, I think would you agree or would you disagree that WWE even though I know know there's probably I know there's probably people watching right now I don't know if there is is there 
Yeah, it looks like there's a couple, which, by the way, I still encourage everyone to use that super chat box. Um, I've read reports and everything that said the states, because, you know, we were talking about the selling earlier, that WWE is no longer the number one company. I think it depends on what in terms of what demographic you're looking at, I think from a, just a money standpoint, they, they obviously are from the target rating standpoint of like 18 to 34 male demographic. I don't think they probably aren't. No, I, I think there, I think a lot of people think that AW has taken over that spot of WWE's and they are now the number one company. In what sense though? Hey, like, let's go back to the Monday Night Wars. Okay. Okay. Are you talking about ratings here? I'm just saying all all around. All around. Oh, okay, like all around. And there was a there was a report at one point back during the Monday Night Wars era, during those 83 weeks, that if Vince didn't find what he needed to do to beat WCW at that point, which he obviously did. Right. He did with the Attitude Era. That's how he won and everything and dominated wrestling from then on out. Till now. Okay. It, it's the fact that back then there was reports that he was going to sell and go under. WWF was. WWE. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, at the time. Yeah, at the time they were going to go under because they were losing. And in act, retrospect and everything, even though they are making money right now, to a, to a degree, they're making money. They are still not the big company they were I, two years ago. No, no, not even close. And then here's, here's the other side of that is, so going back to the Monday Night Wars, one of the reasons why WW, WCW lost out on that, and it wasn't the main reason, but it was part of it, is if talent doesn't want to work for you, then you can't put on a show. Well, right, and I'm not disagreeing with that, but here's the other thing. They have a lot of problems backstage. I didn't didn't understand the wrestling business until I got older. I didn't understand it. I was just a big fan and everything. I was a big WCW mark. I, I, I technically still am. I get into fights with my buddy all the time about it. Because uh, he was a WWE mark, I was a WWE mark. We got in a fight spot with this all the time. Still do. Um, the problem is, is WWE, WCW was way too worried about WWE, especially because WWE was doing tapings. Yeah. Everything. And you know what I'm talking about with the whole giving away the spoiler of Mankind winning the title. Yeah. <laughs> he lost all your viewership. It was a stupid idea. Yeah. Tony Schiavone still says it was one of the dumbest things they ever did. Well, putting the world title on David Arquette was a stupid idea, too. That yeah, was Shivani's there's idea. that. That was Shivani's idea. Oh, was um, it really? Yes, it was. Um, there was reports of that I read a long time ago that uh, during a meeting, Shivani was on the team, and he says uh, David Arquette should do it because it would have tried to help them boost up their popularity again if David Arquette won the world title. I'm sorry. 
Well, you'll know AEW is in trouble if they hire David Arquette. And they put the world title on him? Oh, yeah. Well, he is wrestling. Don't remind me. <laughs> he is. He's wrestling. I know. I know. I'm not I'm not saying he's not bad now. But no, apparently he's pretty good now. That, that's what I'm saying. No, I, okay. That's what I said. I said he's not bad now. He, he's a lot better than what he was then, um, which was nothing, actually. But I'm saying, like, he actually got training and he's been wrestling, but he's been doing a whole deathmatch stuff. David, you're way too old. Stop. Stop with the deathmatch. No, brother. <laughs> I'm going to do this till I die. He's going to go around like Mickey Rourke. Right? The wrestler, which, yeah. Um, yeah. But my, but my point is, all around this, is AEW has taken the top spot. I you disagree with me on this. A lot of people disagree with me on this. I believe that AEW is taking the top spot now. I, I half agree, and it depends on your perspective. As a media company, WWE is still number one. As a wrestling company, if you take into account you know, talent relations, people wanting to work there. Um, the, the, the revenue, I bet if you looked at the numbers, you might actually find now, this might not be the case now since because of the pandemic, WWE's only been doing TV. But I bet pre-pandemic, or I should say, when everything's back to normal, if you compare the revenue that the companies are making with AEW only focusing on television versus WWE doing television live events and all that, I think mm-hmm. I think you'll find that AEW is probably more profitable. Is that AEW is more profitable? I would make that I would make that case because you, your expenses are somewhat fixed, mm-hmm. and basically AEW, AEW really only focusing on television. And I heard Tony Khan talking about this and it's genius. Cause I'd actually said that years before AEW. And I'm like, I don't understand why they're putting so much emphasis on live events because with the attendance numbers that they've been reporting they're they can't, I mean, they're making money, but they're not making a ton of money. Well, and you would think that if you lighten the wrestler schedules, you don't have to pay them as much. And the wrestlers are happy because they're not on the road, you know, 340 days a year. Right, and, but yeah, no, you know, and I'm not disagreeing with this. But here's a, here's another thing too. There's been reports because when they do WrestleMania next year, there's reports that the wrestlers like the uh, the wrestlers like the idea of two nights. Okay, which I mean, and I was talking to my buddy last night about this because he goes to WrestleMania every year. He goes. He went. He even went this year when it was in uh, Florida. Was it in Florida? Yeah, it was in Florida. I remember now because he went to Hogan's Beach Shop and rubbed it in my face. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Um, I understand why wrestlers like it because it gives fans a break. Because once it's a stacked card from beginning to end, and you start it like. Four or five o'clock in the afternoon till midnight. Fans are burnt out and everything by the time it gets to the main event. Yeah. 
That's what they're that's what they're going by. So that's why they like the two night thing. But from a fan standpoint, which is a which is like this is where I'm getting at. For you to even watch buy a ticket for WrestleMania. You're buying it if you want to if you want to see both nights, you gotta buy two separate tickets. For night one and night two, just to watch it. That's third of his way of making money. And I get that. But if you also want to have the long-term fan there, you should sell the ticket for both nights. One for both nights. Yeah, I mean, and that makes sense because obviously it would be a more expensive ticket. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, depending on how much the ticket is, up it by a certain percentage. That way you can sell it for both nights instead of having a fan to pay for one night and then another. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I got you. I, I, I would think that's neither here nor there. It would probably cost about the same, I would think. But well, 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 I, I don't know. I've never went to WrestleMania. My buddy has. He's went, like I said, he's went every year since WrestleMania 30 when they were new release. Yeah, you know, when so, we get to when we get to a million subscribers, and you know, actually, we can <clears throat> start paying for stuff with this podcast. We should go to WrestleMania. The what? Do a podcast at WrestleMania? Well, we can't do a podcast at WrestleMania, but we can. If Conrad could do it, we can do it. Technically, no, because Conrad gets permission. <laughs> I'm just saying. Man, I'm telling you, I tell you, one of our one of our goals should be to end up at a Starcast one day. That would be I mean, tremendous. Hey, everybody out there, shoot us out to Conrad. See, have Conrad give us a listen. Oh, See what speaking, he speaking of Conrad, we want to give a oh, shout yeah. out to our friend Hazard F Five who had yep. a big, big announcement after he was on our podcast, which we, again, thank you again. That was a really, really fun one. If you want to go back and listen to it, you can listen to it on YouTube, Spotify, Anchor.fm, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Podcasts, uh, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public right now. I will I will make this announcement for, for him. Um, after, he had been, after our podcast, uh, we're talking about wrestling, yada, yada, the whole nine yards. Uh, good, good buddy of mine has an F five who was on here. Um, is now working with Conrad and on uh, his show Belt Series. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's what I think that's what it's called Belt Series. Uh, Belt Series. He's a producer, uh, uh, historian, and all around person for for Conrad when it comes to knowledge of belts. So he's going to be working a lot with Conrad. Um, and if you don't know who Conrad is, you've been living under a rock. Conrad, Conrad is the guy who do what? Conrad Thompson. Conrad yeah. Thompson, the guy who married Megan Flair, the daughter of the Nature Boy. Woo! Did he really? He married her. Yes. Wow, good for him. Yeah, yeah. He, his sister-in-law is Charlotte Flair, who's on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> so. It's Tom Conrad. <laughs> so yeah, he, he got the Flair family, um, who's also got his own realtor business. But uh, he does like a thousand podcasts with uh, Kurt Angle and Arn Anderson, and eighty-three weeks to Third Fish Off, grilling with Jr. Yes, grilling with Jr. And now he's got not to mention series. he's he's been the master of ceremonies at the last two uh, Starcast events. Uh, Yes. 
Yes, yes, I, think, I think he's been the MC of all of them, but I know definitely the last has finished. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so that's he's he's the he's the master ceremonies of uh, Starcast too. So yeah, Conrad, we know we're new, but I like to think we're entertaining. We we try. So, hey, if we could if we if we could get a hold of some wrestling talent to interview every once in a while, we could make that very entertaining because we ask the hard questions like, uh, "What's your favorite Chinese food?" <laughs> See, we ask I mean, the shit, we ask the shit that people actually want to know. Like, what's your favorite I mean, Power I mean, Ranger? That kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Green Ranger, by the way. It doesn't have to all be about wrestling. Green Ranger represent. Right, right. Um, you, you, you think it's a good, uh, I was going to say, I think we've reached a good stopping point. We went over all the announcements and all the releases and we look forward to being proven right on our predictions. Yes, we do. Yes, we I, do. I think it's going to be some very exciting episodes of AEW and impact coming up. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm, I'm really excited to see the future of this year, especially with, What's going to happen? And I think wrestling is going to explode this year. Yes, it will. I mean, with the pandemic winding down, I mean, I, I think wrestling is going to just. And all the companies are going back on tour again. Exactly. And then all the, and frankly, WWE dismantling itself and all this talent being freed up. Because part of the problem was WWE kept signing up talent just to sign them. So there's going to be an influx of talent going to all these smaller companies. I, I it's it's going to be a hell of a year, I think. Okay. And we'll wrap it up. Sorry for the interruption. I apologize for that. That's all good. We were wrapping it up anyhow. All right. So, everybody, remember to like, share, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. Check us out on YouTube or all any of the other platforms, including Spotify. And we will see you again in two weeks.